Hey there, welcome back to the Path of Zion podcast where we are rediscovering the ancient way. It is time for another audio edition. Whether you are listening over at pathofzion.com or following along over on our YouTube account or somewhere else for that matter, we are in every app and possible audio video um, program that's out there. So thank you for joining in today. Who are we? Who in the world are we? Are we are we Christians? Are we Christian Americans? Are we evangelicals? Are we Catholics? Are we Protestants? Who are we? It is a question that I think would do us well to properly examine and answer, especially in this age as so many people's eyes are becoming open to their identity according to the ancient way. And just in, in, in very, very topical context, I just would like to start a tiny bit of dialogue towards um, your, your train of thought about your identity. Who are you? If you are, in fact, one who considers yourself in Messiah, a part of the body, a part of the church, um, everyone's lingo is different, and we're not going to dissect all of that today. Um, but this is a very simple uh, presentation that, that started in James chapter 1, verse 1, as you see here on the screen, which is a very unlikely quote, of course, right? But that's, that's going to be um, a real launching pad for you to consider your identity today. And here we have this man, James. He is a servant of Elohim, and he's a servant of the Master Messiah Yeshua. And of course, he's writing a letter, and this is the beginning of it. And what does he say? To the twelve tribes in the dispersion, greetings. And of course, our emphasis here today is the two part. Who is this to? Um, to the twelve tribes in the dispersion. Now, in order to properly understand and apply letters um, within the Bible, whether it's Shaul Paul's letters that have been ho horribly mishandled, misconstrued, we have not. Um, listen to the counsel that Peter gave us. Like, be careful now. Um, Shaul is someone very, very difficult to understand. And man, people are going to come and they're going to misappropriate and mishandle, misuse, misapply um, what Shaul wrote. Letters now, people. Letters to literal individuals according to literal topics at hand at the time. And these letters were not written to an evangelical church in 2024. It was not written to a Catholic church um, at its inception at the state church level, um, you know, 300 years in on the other side of Messiah's ascension. These are letters that the authors understood who they were speaking to. They understood the context. They understood the prophecies. They understood um, what the Torah and the prophets foretold in regards to why a Messiah needed to come to create this one man underneath a one king reality. One king, one kingdom, one unified people, one law for all individuals. And this was, of course, a, a, a biblical concept from beginning to end. And so we have to understand, this of course is not specific to James, but we have to understand using James 1, 1 as a very small example, that James is making it clear, this is who I am, and this is who these letters are for, written to, to the 12 tribes dispersed, scattered, okay? 
So we have to understand or else we will not understand their purpose. We won't understand why the writer wrote the things that they did if we do not understand who the letters are to. So in today's verse and here in James 1.1, this principle, I believe, shines bright for us to see. We must know what James was addressing within the letters and who he was speaking to in order to properly receive what is presented in the lines that follow right here. It is not up for our personal revelation. It is not up for our personal application. We have to immerse ourselves into the context that the biblical authors were within. And we have to study. We have to be responsible to, to find and discover what these individuals were saying free from our inherited Christian mindset. We have been we have we have been so fed the 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 plain old gospel that anyone can understand. If you remember back in the early 2000s there was a lot of of jokes and sermons about like um salvation so easy a caveman could do it. It played off of the old insurance commercials at the time and it was just like if you can't understand or explain the gospel in a minute or less then you're making it too complicated but the reality is friend we have inherited a a version of the gospel that is so dumbed down and is only positioned at the foot of the cross we have very little if any understanding as a as a corporate entity of quote believers ones who believe who would say they believe the bible we have been handed a doctrine of belief that is completely void of a to the 12 tribes in the dispersion understanding i had zero understanding of the purpose of why yeshua came what his life his obedience his death his resurrection his ascension I really didn't understand outside of a personal salvation understanding. I had no idea what the work of Yahweh Elohim accomplished in order for him to have a people once more in a prophesied age that is, by the way, not here yet. The new covenant is yet unfolding and will culminate in the 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 redemption of the ages when a new Jerusalem appears and the 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 tribal understanding becomes ingathered regathered by the father through the incredible work of the son to again have one set apart family for all of eternity now this letter specifically in James chapter 1 um, of course has many layers of context um, that most of us will never know this 12 tribes mystery i am i have only been privy to this for about four or five years and i feel like my understanding towards it is still on an elementary level but it is growing <laughs> but without an understanding beyond our personal salvation issue about why messiah came and what what he was accomplishing we will be ignorant of truly understanding who these types of letters are addressed to and thereby, if we do not understand the 12 tribes in the dispersion, we will not be postured to understand 
every line that follows from here. We know that Yeshua, when he was on the earth, he addressed this himself. Um, if we went to Matthew 15, um, for an example, he is talking to the non-believing leaders at the time, of course. He speaks in parables. He has all these different things he's confronting. He talks about things that come out of the heart, evil thoughts, murder, adultery, sexual immorality, theft, false witness, and slander. All these things, which, of course, are addressed where? In the Torah. He, of course, knew that and would have applied that as he quoted so, so many times. Everyone would have been aware of that. But Yeshua leaves in verse 21, and he goes away to the region of Tyre and Sidon. Behold, a Canaanite woman from that district came out and started shouting, Have mercy on me, O Master! Ben David, son of David, my daughter is severely tormented by a demon. Verse 23, he did not answer her a word. Now, we've talked about this in episodes years ago, how the audacity of the Messiah to ignore this woman. Are you kidding me? <laughs> so his disciples come and they're urging him, saying, send her away. She keeps shouting at us. She's annoying us. They're saying, can you tell her to leave? We're not going to, but you can. In verse 24, Yeshua responds. And, and as I've talked about and brought out of this text when we've talked about it in other episodes previous, he ignores her at first in verse 23, which we would say, how dare he? The Messiah would never really do that. No, he did. And in verse 24, his, his ignoring her turns to offense because he says, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Now, we know how this unfolds, and she calls him master in verse 27, and she is humble to, to a great magnitude. He even tells her in verse 28, Oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be done for you according to what you are asking. At this very hour, your daughter will be healed. And then he leaves again. But this verse that we have here in 24 is Yeshua saying the same thing that James is saying to preface the beginning of his letter in James chapter 1. Messiah was sent to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. And so the reality that we have here that can be explored to great, great length, and many people do, if we believe that we are merely Christian evangelicals in some apostolic church, we will not be able to make it into the new age. We, we, we won't get in because there is no illusion, there is no inkling of thought towards a new church that Jesus started somehow becoming the church, becoming the body, becoming Yahweh's people. It is a perpetual covenant promise that goes all the way back, of course, to Abraham and his seed. We can follow this if we're smart enough, which I'm barely even getting there to even crack the door open. I know many brothers who can explain this in great measure and walk you through Abraham all the way to New Jerusalem. We did that several nights ago on a Zoom call. I'm getting closer. But the promise to Abraham has got to be fulfilled, which is leading through this door of the dispersion of the 12 tribes. So, Father will gather all of his scattered ones from all the corners of the earth. There will be 
one group of people under the banner of Messiah Yeshua, period. No Jew, no Greek, no Gentile, no Christian. And friend, we need to know this. Do you know this? Many, many people know this better than I do. I'm not trying to inform the world of a great secret that's never been revealed before. Now, to that point, that is, I believe, what um, um, Shaul, Paul, was saying, what he was referencing about, I'm about to, about to explain to you this revelation of the ages that has not been revealed. It's been hidden. What is it, friend? <laughs> well, in culmination and in a, in a kindergarten-level explanation, salvation has come to the nations. The nations. How do you become a part of Yahweh's people? The same way you always have, friend. By faith, you enter into a covenant with a covenant-keeping Elohim. Okay? Which leads us all the way back to understanding who we are. Who are we, friend? Are we mere evangelical Christians? Are we this denomination or that? We cannot just say, well, we're just God's people now. Replacement theology tells us there was Israel, Jews, and now there's Christians. Friend, that is not even kindergarten-level understanding. That is, that's falsehood. It's falsehood. We need to dig deep into the Word. We need to study from beginning to end our identity to understand what in the world Men like James were writing about these 12 tribes dispersed all over the earth. So, friend, do you know who you are today? I'm learning more and more and more. It is found within the ancient way, friend. There I'm finding the same thing Yeshua found, which is the fulfillment of what came through him on his life on the earth and his ascension to his great high priestly status and is continuing on today the invitation to become a set-apart, holy people as Yahweh is holy. You've been listening to the Path to Zion podcast. We're rediscovering the ancient way. We'll do some videos here soon. I've got a couple other studies that are much longer that are almost done. So until then, thank you for listening. Uh, join into the conversation over at pathtozion.com or on our YouTube account here in the community section. Thank you so much for listening today. Amen.